I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome, welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It is me, Amberly Lyons, your main chakra girl and spiritual BFF and founder of the Chakra Girl Co., where I work with women to be intentionally F while living their best lives and balancing their chakras. Today, we are chatting with Erica Stolman, fashion blogger, influencer, graphic designer, and the co-founder of BlogDo. Erica is serious fashion goals. She's been in the game for 10 years. She's giving so many hot tips on blogging and social media and just being an online bombshell. We're talking about finding your niche by sharing all sides of you, even when it's a little scary. And we're getting real about anxiety and different tools to cope so that you can just keep making shit happen. Because let's face it, we all have a bit of anxiety these days. This episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle, which is a compilation of all the meditations and visualizations that I've used to manifest a really fab life. Basically, I took all the lessons and the visions and these just little pieces I liked from meditations and books and all these things that I've learned, and I recorded some super fun and approachable meditations to activate your chakras. When your chakras are activated, that's when you can turn into a manifestation magnet, guys. So in this bundle, there's a meditation to open up, open up each chakra, and there's also a cleansing meditation and a bonus audio on how to meditate. So eight meditations plus a bonus audio on how to meditate if you're just getting started. So whether you're brand new or if you're having trouble staying consistent or having trouble getting started with meditation, these meditations are literally perfect because they're guided. I'm literally telling you during the meditation exactly what to think about, exactly how to breathe. And yeah, they're just literally magical. So if you've been meditating, even even if you've been meditating for a while now and you just want to activate the chakras, these are literally perfect tools for you. So podcast listeners are getting $10 off with the promo code podcast. So go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So that's chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co and enter code podcast at checkout. So you're going to fill out your information first, then it's going to, the payment screen is going to come up and then you're going to put in the promo code. So get the meditations, then get Zen AF with me while you manifest your best life and open up your chakras. All right, guys, I hope you are having an amazing week. It's the first week of June. Holla, holla. Wedding season is in full swing. And I also just did the six-day kundalini training. And now I'm just starting a 40-day meditation with kundalini. And it is kind of a wild meditation. So the one that I'm doing 
it's 11 minutes. Well, you're supposed to do it for 11 minutes, but she says, this is like the only time she's like, if you can't do the full 11, just start slow and then build your way up. Like she never says this. So, you know, it must be hard, but basically it's kind of funny. So you like breathe in through your left nostril, hold your breath. And then in your head, you say this mantra, which is wah, hey, guru. I don't have, I have no freaking idea what it means, guys, but I'm sure it means something good. And you have to say that 16 times. And then you close your left nostril and breathe out through your right nostril. So there is some serious breath holding action <laughs> that has to happen. And yeah, so you're supposed to do it for 11 minutes. I'm actually really proud of myself. I did it for eight minutes and then just did a regular meditation for the remaining three minutes. But I mean, I think that's pretty good. She said to start with three or four minutes. So patting myself on the back for that. Whenever I do these Kundalini trainings, these Kundalini meditation challenges, I have the craziest insights. So make sure you're following me on Instagram. I'm going to be getting super philosophical up in this bee. I always do when I do my Kundalini. So also on that Insta tip, I need your help, please. DM me on Instagram at the Shocker Girl Co. I'm planning a trip to Iceland in a couple weeks, also going to Paris and Monaco, and I want all of your recos. What are the hot spots? Where do I need to eat? Where do I need to shop? You know, where do I need to eat? I know I already said that, but I freaking love to eat. So Iceland, Paris, I mean, I've already been there many times and I kind of already have that mapped out, but Iceland and Monaco, I'm a virgin when it comes to those places. So let me know your recos at the Shocker Girl Co. on Insta. Pretty, pretty please. The Shocker tip of the day. So I could not sleep last week, okay? Or sorry, last week, last night. I was honestly having the weirdest, like, I don't know. It wasn't even like a lucid dream. It was like this half asleep, anxiety-written stress fest. And I literally was like, what is wrong? Like, I thought that there was something wrong with me. Like, my heart was beating so fast. I was convinced that maybe I was drugged this weekend, even though I was in a house full of girls and that would never happen. But I literally was like, what is going on? I felt so weird. And I was like, it was so crazy. I'm actually talking more about it later in the episode. (laughs) It's kind of embarrassing, but we're going there. Anyways, so... What I ended up doing that ended up working was I grabbed my amethyst. So amethyst is so good for just canceling out negative energy. And like it has like a very calming effect. And if you think about it, like purple is like a very calming color. And like lavender is purple, which knocks you out as well. So lavender and amethyst. And also related to this kundalini meditation that I'm doing, breathing in through the left nostril and blocking the right nostril actually calms you down. And it was funny because I realized that probably one of the reasons I couldn't sleep, my left nostril was kind of plugged. So I was like only breathing through my right nostril, which is what gives you more energy. So I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm trying to like unplug my nose. My husband was getting so annoyed. It was like four in the morning. Anyways, so the amethyst, the lavender and breathing through the left nostril. If you can't sleep, that is the good stuff. And that is about, so your nose is about your throat chakra. Amethyst is all about the crown chakra. So yeah, I mean, those are just super important. I mean, all the chakras are important. I don't know where I'm going with that, but if you're trying to sleep, (laughs) that's what you got to do. Okay. I want to give a chakra shout out to Moonbox. I was speaking about new moon rituals on one of the recent episodes, and I'll even often do like an Insta story if it's a full moon or a new moon, and I'll show you guys like my ritual. There's this really cute company called Moonbox. There's actually a few different companies that do this, so I'm not not discriminating, but Moonbox is the one that I ordered from, and It's super cute because every month they send you a new box full of things for your ritual. So this month they sent a, an aura cleansing spray. They sent a really beautiful body oil, a bunch of crystals and sage. Like there's so many cute things in the box and 
they also give you a little journal for you to journal about your what you're like releasing or what you're manifesting or whatever you're trying to do with the new moon. So if you have no idea what to do, what, what kind of rituals to do for the new moon or the full moon, this box has got you covered. I'll post a link in the show notes, but check out Moonbox on Instagram. So let's get into this episode. You guys are going to love Erica. She's so freaking fab. Go follow her. Check her out. I mean, you probably already do. She's, everyone knows her. She's great. Okay, guys, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here with Erica Stolman. She is a fashion blogger, an influencer, a graphic designer, and the co-founder of BlogDo, which I can't wait to talk about. She's also created some super gorgeous Lightroom presets for purchase, which we're going to chat about as well. She's a photo editing pro, and her Instagram is so on point. Erica is total fashion goals with her chic, edgy, and fun style, and and she's been in this blogger game for over 10 years and has become a mega influencer online. And I can't wait to chat with you. Welcome, Erica. Thank you. That was such an amazing intro. Yay. Well, you are goals, girlfriend. Thank you so much. Okay. So let's get into our slumber party questions. Question number one, what is your daily ritual? So I was looking over your questions. They're so good. Um, <laughs> my daily ritual, one thing I do every single day is take a bath. I, oh. can't, I can't function without at least one bath, <laughs> at least one. That's um, amazing because I like, that's the one thing where I'm like, okay, I need, like, it's like always on my to-do list, but it rarely happens. I do shower people. I do shower, but <laughs> taking the time for a bath is like so it's Help. always been like my cure-all. So if I'm stressed, a bath fixes it. If I'm sick, a bath fixes it. It's like, it's just my ultimate zen. I have tried recently to get into meditating and I do it in the bath because that's where like I'm most quiet. But I can't say I do med. I don't, can't say I meditate daily yet. I'm learning. Okay. I'm proud. <laughs> getting there but honestly like the bath itself I have so many friends as well okay not so many but a few friends that are like that's where they that's the only place they meditate as well and that's where they get like their best ideas but for some reason I just like but I will say and I talked about this uh, I think maybe on another podcast but I sit down in the shower so I'm one of those weirdos where even though I have like a stand-up shower I literally am sitting down and just like relaxing. Just, just relaxing. Water. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. What is your go-to essential oil? Essential oil. Um, I love mixing lemon and lavender. Mm, okay. And if I feel like I'm sick or like I'm not feeling well, peppermint. I keep peppermint in my purse at all times. Mm, such a good one. I've never thought of mixing lavender and lemon, but I'm like, that sounds like a good ice cream. Oh, it does sound like <laughs> ice cream. Well, I can never decide because I like how lemon like keeps things fresh, but then I like to feel relaxed. Yes. So always mix the two. Okay. That is a good balance. <laughs> Love it. What is a beauty hack that you're currently obsessed with? Oh my gosh. Well, some people like don't like this beauty hack because they say it dries out your hair, but I love spraying perfume in my hairbrush. Oh, it's like my favorite thing to do. And someone was like, oh, that dries out your hair. And I was like, well, it's not my hair. So yeah, <laughs> all good. Right <laughs> out someone's hair. Exactly. No, hair smells good all day. What perfume do you perfume. use? Yeah. It makes your perfume last. What perfume do I use? Yeah. Dolce & Gabbana light blue, which is such a 90s perfume. Oh my gosh, I had that in the day. It's But it's such a good one. To this day, like when I smell it, I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's got that lemon, really like lemony smell. It's so good. I've got, maybe I've got a thing for lemons. Yeah, clearly. I love it. Okay, who is your favorite Kardashian and why? Kylie. Because yes. of her style. She is, so, I can totally see that. She's got that like edgy 
yeah. thing that you have. I love her style. She's so cool. And she seems like very um, nonchalant and like kind of under the radar and not as, I mean, I'm sure she loves attention, but she seems like a little less enthralled by all of it and more enjoys her privacy, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Did you watch her show? No. Okay. You need to watch it. It was actually really good. Like it made me fall in love with her. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yes. It got canceled or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, she got pregnant. So, and yeah, so I am assuming that's why it got, that they just like p- postponed it for some time. I'm assuming, but yeah, that was like when she was like trying to like hide everything. Yeah. Which I like that about her. I mean. Yeah. My theory is that they found that she found out she was pregnant and then they quickly whipped up the show so that people would fall in love with her. And then she hid the pregnancy so that people would already fall in love with her before they found out she was pregnant. That's my theory. Like wouldn't put it past them because I honestly think the Kardashians are the smartest, sneakiest like people ever. Right. They're like PR geniuses. That Chris. (laughs) Yes. Okay. What is your worst habit? Mm, my addiction to the computer probably yes same girl same (laughs) okay what is a guilty pleasure that you think good spiritual people don't do oh well probably just like I mean when you think of good spiritual people like I think like oh they they do yoga over watch tv and I think watch tv is really good (laughs) what are your go-to shows Oh, this is so bad. I love Investigation Discovery. Okay. You know, I love Investigation it. Discovery. It's all like, hor- I don't think spiritual people watch it. <laughs> because, yeah, I don't think I could handle watching it, but I will say I do love things like that, but I get so sensitive. Oh, I love it. And I love anything, you know, anything like that. TV shows like, what's the good one I've watched lately? Oh, the, there was one called The Family, which actually didn't have a season two and made me really sad. But anything that's like, you know, jaw-dropping and kind of creepy, I love. Bates Motel was great. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything creepy that I've watched. Um, yeah, I, we watched, okay, Making a Murderer. That was disgusting. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I like, I, got, I did get addicted to it and it put me in like a really dark place for a while, I feel like. Yeah. Luckily, it doesn't put me there. Like, I don't know why. I just, like, love it. I'm like, there's a podcast called My Favorite Murder, which is, like, they talk about how, like, some people just, like, are kind of obsessed with it. Yes. Okay. My sisters like that, too. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, we used to watch, did you used to watch Rescue 911 and, like, Unsolved Mysteries and those kinds of shows when you were younger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are my jam when I was little. Like, monitor what we were watching 100%. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember my cousin always tells this story. He was, like, babysitting me and my sister, and we were, like, we had gone to bed, and he was watching Unsolved Mysteries, and we, we, like, crept up behind him behind the couch and started, like, giggling, and he had a heart attack. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those were the days. Those were the days. (laughs) So funny. Okay, so let's talk about all the amazing things you're doing. You've been in the game for 10 years. Holy shit. How did you get started? And when did you realize like, whoa, this is my thing? So I um, feel so old right now. Um, (laughs) But I got started when I was in college. And like, it was really, I started a blog out of necessity because I remember my little Dell laptop, this was before the days of even having a MacBook, um, it was full. The memory was full on it. And it was full because I was saving so many pictures of fashion, everything to my desktop. And so I couldn't save any of my school projects. (laughs) I need to put these photos somewhere. Priorities, priorities. priorities. (laughs) I need to get these off my computer, but like, I don't want to delete like my 500 photos of Mary-Kate Nash Olson. (laughs) So I just like started a blog on a whim and I did it like out of complete hobby and then nobody was blogging then like I think there was three bloggers that I followed that like their blogs were kind of the same like you just would like post a picture of you know whatever was inspiring you and talk about it and people liked that back then now the content creation is way different um but so I just started it and I 
was doing it just as a hobby. I was talking about like what was going on when I was studying fashion. And I think that the only person that read it was probably my mom. (laughs) And then, um, I kept it going. Like I didn't, I didn't care that I didn't have readers at that point. I kept it going. And like, I evolved of course, and started doing outfit posts and different things. And then like three years out of college, it started to get a little bit more traction and there was more bloggers coming onto the scene. And then that's when I was like, okay, like I need to take this a little bit more seriously. Um, and I started doing like hair tutorials and DIY projects. And I was at the time working an office job as well after I graduated and I hated working an office job. Like I hated it. Mm -hmm. So when they did a huge layoff and they laid off my entire department, I was like, okay, like this is my time to take, take the blog seriously. I was going to give it six months. And if six months I couldn't make a paycheck, I was going to go back to looking on Malachi or wherever for a job. Um, And then about three months in, I booked like a really good collaboration with Forever 21. And that's when I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like Mm. never turning back. (laughs) I love it. I love that so much. So was this like, where was Instagram when all this was happening? Instagram was not in the beginning anything. It wasn't there. I would say Instagram came... Right around the time I probably, probably right when I started that job, Instagram started being a, a thing and mm-hmm. I was like slow to catch on because okay. I, I'm always the one, which I really don't do it anymore because I know you can't be slow to catch on to the newest social trends. But back then I was like, no, I don't want to switch from AOL to Gmail. Like I don't, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm stuck in my ways. So it took me a while, but. In, when Instagram came on, that's when things like really changed for everybody. Yeah. So what would you say is like a, tr- like a, I basically like a tech trend trend or an online trend that we need to like all be hopping on right now? God, um, I don't have any on the top of my head. I like, there is one app or there's one social network I use that's very underrated. Uh, it's called We Heart It and nobody uses it. And for some reason I picked it up in the beginning and just stayed consistent with it and the people on that app are very devoted to like following and looking at your stuff and I've gotten so many blog followers from it um I think it's a it's maybe a younger demographic Mm -hmm. but over the 10 years I have 1.8 million followers on that on that network wow it's like my most popular network um so I would look, I mean, I just say like, use every network that people are using to your advantage because that's how you get the word out. Another thing um, you can do is you look at the trending apps in the app store, mm-hmm. like social media trending apps and you see what's trending. And if any of them like look like they're of interest, I download them, I check them out. I see if it's, you know, something I'm interested in. There was another, there was one that came out recently. Oh, I'm not going to it's called that everyone went crazy for for like yeah and they were like it's the next facebook and then like there was some like weird press about the guy who started it was that yeah, the one everyone, yeah and then everyone got off of it immediately yeah <laughs> i mean i don't see anything coming out that's gonna rival facebook or instagram but yeah i wouldn't be opposed to it do you okay. feel like stories have made like a big difference for you instagram stories stories are definitely great because that is just a real life look I mean I think everyone needs to be doing stories I feel bad for snapchat but like stories are where it's at if you have a snapchat audience stay there too yeah um but I definitely like stories is for everything like I, that's where you can post your blog your daily blog post um behind the scenes look at your life shopping links everything and it's yeah. a great way for your readers to get to know you better like on a more personal level Yes. I love it. And I love, I feel like you're really good at that. You, you have like a very like unique look and you're like always posting stories and actually one of your, actually one of your photos on your feed I have on, on my storyboard for my recent photo shoot that I just did. The one of you like smoking on the bed. I love that. I know. I was like, I did one of me, but I was like chugging champagne. I have different vices than you, but <laughs> Total goals. So how did you, like, first off, who are your fashion icons? Oh, man. I mean, I've got so many people on Instagram I love. It's so hard because there's so many good, well-dressed people. Um, the Olsen twins back in the day. <laughs> for me, my fashion icons, even now. Yeah. 
Mary Kate, I'm a little concerned about her. But yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Um, I'm like, I love just like the Kylie Jenner style. All those girls who are doing like that very baddie cool thing. Yeah. I might be too old for that, but like I'm a Leo and Leos never age, I guess, or yeah. in their heads they don't. So I love that look. Um, I am Gia is a clothing line, but like that's like my style icon. Like that clothing line really embraces like my vibe. I'm also really into the color white right now. So like there's there's a group of influencers that just wear a lot of white on their feet. And now I'm following all of them. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> she like, is on a white trend. Yeah. I'm like now following I am Gia. I just had to look them oh, up and I'm like amazing. obsessed too. Amazing. My friend just introduced me to uh, Lisa Rinna's daughter on Instagram. I think her name is Dahlia. Okay. And she is, like, amazing. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say all of Instagram is my fashion. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's – I don't know. It's it's cool. I just feel like these days fashion is more just, like, picking up bits and pieces of what you like and making it your own, whereas back in the day it was, like, these are the only things that are cool. Wear them or be a loser, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And like, it's like Instagram, like is such a Mecca of inspiration because you really just get to see other people spin on things. Like I love like when I have a piece of clothing and then I go to like the brand's website and see how other people styled it. And it's like mm-hmm. so cool because everyone's got a different vision on yes. style things. I love it. So with all of that and like with your brand and, um, you know, how you're putting yourself out there, how did you find your niche? And like, what tips do you have for people that are maybe just starting? I, um, I, it's interesting because it took me a while to figure out my niche and it wasn't until I figured that out that my blog really started to grow, which is why I'm always like so passionate about people finding that niche for them. Um, I think that in the beginning, I was very much about doing DIY projects and that worked really well for me. But at one point that just wasn't me anymore. I wasn't passionate about it. I didn't want to do it and it became a chore and I didn't feel that the content I was creating was like authentic because I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. So, um, I had to figure out another niche like halfway through. I was like, okay, well, like how am I going to transition from that to like this new, you know, what I'm passionate about is just connecting with women and sharing my story and fashion and style and not as much DIY anymore. How am I going to keep people interested? So like shifting between that and where I am now, there was like a real ebb in Mm -hmm. my growth. Um, But then I like really embraced a few things about me. Uh, My anxiety, which I came out about talking on the blog, um, And that was like, I think it set me apart, but it also like just brought so many people in who like wanted to relate on the same topic, which was like great for them, but like way more rewarding for me. It Mm -hmm. really changed things for me. Um, And then the other one, and I hope that you're comfortable talking about this on your podcast. uh, I opened up about how I smoke marijuana and that is my vice. And I think that that's, that was a really interesting thing because for many years, I struggled with like sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a big part of who I am and a big part of my anxiety story. And no. I don't really drink alcohol. And so people were like, why doesn't she really drink? And I was like, well, I just have a different vice. And then when I came out with it, I think people were like, oh, it all makes sense. Like, like who I am, that's just a part of it. So I think that like, now the way I, I niche my brand is just very honest, very open, and uh, really working towards like taking away the stigma of marijuana, the stigma of anxiety, while still being like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> no? I would say like, I feel like a really good word to describe your vibe is like unapologetic unapologetic that's amazing thank yeah you. it's like this is who I am this is what I go through this is how I deal with it no fucks given like yeah. hope I'm inspiring you <laughs> yeah because for many years like I was like oh I have to fit this mold for people to like yeah me. people like some like in the very beginning I used to really not wear a lot of color I was very into black and white 
Um, and I was like, oh, well, I should start wearing color because people will like me more if I wear color. And then like that whole time in my vlog, I, I look back, I'm like, oh, that was not me. Like, what was I doing? So like just realizing that it really does not matter what anyone else thinks. And like, you're going to do so much better in this world if you are just 100% yourself and authentic to who you are that I just really hope everyone who's blogging can do more of that. So true. And I think that's how people find, that's like the best way to find your niche. It's like, be you, be real. Yeah. Like what you about, will attract like, the people. Yeah. I always tell people like, what is the one thing about you? Ask yourself that makes you different from the person next to you. You know, yeah. Like, and it might even be something you're embarrassed to like really put out there. And then that's almost when you know that it's time, like yeah. something that like makes you not embarrassed, but like something that feels maybe a little scary or a little bit like outside the box. Yeah. Then because that's... there's always someone who's going to relate. And if, and if you feel that way, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that feel that way and it niches you and it gives you a really strong community. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So I love how you like broke down your entire anxiety story. So empowering, even I know for myself, just knowing, okay, it's not just me that has little idiosyncrasies <laughs> there. Yeah. It's everyone else. And um, so what inspiration or tips can you give to people who are suffering with anxiety and maybe want to start a business or want to kind of do their own thing, but don't know if they can handle it or don't think they're good enough? I mean, that's hard. It's something I struggle with every single day. I've had anxiety pretty severe since I was seven years old. Uh, um, and it can hold me back, but it also fuels me um, in the sense that I want to show other people that like you can do it, whether you've got this problem, that problem, or the other problem. I'm very introverted. And so blogging is a very extroverted career choice for someone with anxiety who is an introvert. Um, my best advice for people, well, A, like talk therapy is life. Um, acupuncture is amazing. Essential oils always. Uh, what else do I do? Um, I mean, you said me, like, tapping, right? Like you do EFT tapping. Oh, EFT, when I'm on airplanes, I do EFT. <laughs> do you have, um, do you have like a specific like yeah. YouTube or something that you watch for that? Um, I got a PDF on Amazon to okay. teach me about EFT tapping. Uh, I can find it and send it to you so you can put it in the bio. But I got yeah. on EFT, and I'm sure some therapist rec recommended me down the road. Um, so I do like EFT. Uh, I also do – well, one of my favorite EFTs is I have a phobia of throwing up. It's just, like, a thing I've had since mm -hmm. I was a little girl. Something about it horrifies me. So if I ever – like I told you earlier, I always keep peppermint in my purse because I never want to even feel sick ever. So I tap my wrists together, and that's, like, for nausea. And so I do that, and that's also become, like, a, tap, a tapping that works for me in a lot of situations. So on airplanes, I tap my wrist or between my eyes on my forehead, mm -hmm. and that really works. Um, I go to a somatic therapist. So a somatic therapist um, teaches you coping me mechanisms that actually, like, rewire your brain. Um, so for example, like we went, I went to the, th I went to somatic therapy and I brought my boyfriend once because I wanted him to hear some of the techniques that helped me because we were going on a trip and I wanted him to be able to like help, like if I was getting nervous for him to learn some things that help. So just him putting both his hands on my shoulders, for example, it, it reacts like the nerves in your brain to like tell you that you're safe and you're protected and you're okay. So I brought him in for a few sessions to learn things that like to help me. Um, but she, she's great. And I highly recommend somatic therapy to anyone with anxiety because talk therapy is amazing, but I need practical, like I need practical things that are going to make my anxiety go away quick. Mm -hmm. So I, somatic therapies works the best for me out of anything. Um, Acupuncture worked really well for me for a while, but then it became too much, too much energy, mm. which was a weird like transition. Like I swore by acupuncture. I was obsessed with it. And then one day I had a really bad experience and I could never go back. <laughs> really? I, I, I get it though. Like I like, this is kind of gross and maybe TMI, but I whenever I do Reiki, like I do it on myself almost every day, but if I go and get like a really aggressive energy like session, 
I I get like a cold sore in my nose. Like really so weird, but yeah, like my body like can't handle too much energy shifting unless I'm the one like administering it. That's amazingly strange. <laughs> You're like weirdo, but no, like I, I just yeah, I mean like chakra clearing's a whole other friggin' weird thing, but yeah, it's crazy. I'll do. You know what? We should schedule. I'll do a chakra clearing for you, but like a a gentle one. <laughs> I love that. As long as it doesn't like throw off my energy. No, no. It's just the acupuncture. It's like when it, have you ever, you've had, I'm sure you've had acupuncture. I have, but more like for, I've had cosmetic acupuncture Ooh. and I've had, um, which was actually freaking crazy. Like I had like bags under my eyes and I just was feeling like really droopy looking and I got cosmetic acupuncture and I swear I looked like 10 years younger. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> to do that um, immediately I have the worst does it work for under eye circles yeah it was under eye that's what it was it was under eye circles I need that so bad yeah I'm gonna find someone in San Diego if you know anyone let me know I'll yeah I mean the person I went to is in Vancouver but I will keep my eyes and ears open for you that's amazing Okay. So you, so basically, and I know you, you mentioned like you went from being on medication to like slowly like weaning mostly off of it or to like way lower dose and then doing all of these like natural things. Yeah. And do you feel like now you have like maybe like a really good grasp on it or is it still kind of like up and down or how do you kind of keep things at bay? Um, I think that I do have a grasp on it. There are moments. I have my moments. I have, I used to be on very high levels of anti-anxiety medicine and, um, I did wean off. I think I'm on like five milligrams now, which is near nothing. Um, I can't, for some reason I can't go to zero. I just can't. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, that's when the anxiety gets really bad, but mm. I do feel like I have a good grasp on it. There are triggers. So like right now we just booked a trip this summer and that's a huge trigger for me. So I have somatic therapy today to discuss this because I mean, the trip's four months away. It's all I can think about. Mm. The airplane, being yeah. away from the dogs, like all of those things are consuming me. So right now I'm in like a little bit of an anxious state of mind. Yeah. Um, and it'll probably, you know, to be completely honest, I will be anxious leading up to the trip. Like that's just who I am. And I know yeah. that. And I knew that when we were booking the trip, like it's going to be an anxious couple months. Um, but that's just me. That's just like, I'm used to it. I'm used yeah. to every year when we book a summer trip that I start getting anxiety about, you know, right when we book our plane tickets. Um, I think that will always be part of like my makeup, but for the most part, I have coping mechanisms that I put into action and, you know, I think it's just about being proactive with your anxiety, knowing what your triggers are and being okay to sit with them. Like just sit with them and you're going to be okay. Like I've done it every year. So, yeah. you know, well, and I think even just being able to be like, okay, this isn't me. This is my anxiety. Like, and just knowing, cause I, like, I get this, like, I mean, not exactly the same, but when I travel, I'm like, get really anxious leading up to it as well. And think of like all the worst case scenarios. And like, I just, now it's just nice to be able to like, oh yeah, it's just anxiety. Like nothing bad's going to happen. It's just my brain's thing that it does. And then just like sitting with it and leaving it. Okay. I love, love, love how open you are with everything and just how you've been able to create something so beautiful and so amazing and raw and real. And, you know, you haven't let anything stop you and you just keep going. So I want to talk a little bit about something that you've created with your bestie. Tell us about blog do. Oh, I love blog do. And thank you very much. You're very sweet. (laughs) So nice. Um, so Lauren, she is the blogger from the Skinny Confidential, and she started her blog, I want to say, I want to say shortly after I did, but she, or no, she really started her blog around the time Instagram came out, I'm thinking, to align. So she went into it, like, full-on business plan, ready to go, and at that point, I was starting to do Fashionless full-time, and I, so back in the days of MySpace, I learned how to code websites. 
So when she was going to the Skinny Confidential, she was like, I want help designing and coding my website because what I had done is taught myself how to code all over again for WordPress and I designed my own website. Mm. She was like, this is amazing. Will you help me do my site? So we did her site and she was getting a lot of great feedback and we were sitting in a coffee, we were sitting at coffee together. And I remember we were just like, we were looking at sites and we were like, God, this is the one thing missing is the design aspect. Like people just don't, they've got such great content, but like the aesthetics just aren't there. And so we were thinking about it. We're like, we should just do Like we should just do a company. Like she's the branding master. If anyone follows the Skinny Confidential, she's the queen yeah. of branding. We love, we love her. Yes. Yeah, she's amazing. And I love design. I love building websites. It's my nerdy little hobby of mine. Mm. So we were like, let's just do it. And we came up with blog do because it's like voodoo, but for blogs. Mm -hmm. And it became our little alter ego. If you look at the site, it's like very witchy and magical, which was something we love. And uh, we just started. We just, we just started and we started designing websites. And now I think we've designed over a hundred, no, probably over 200, 300 websites. I'm not, I can't keep track of the number, but we love it just as much as we do to, as much as we did then as we do now. And we have, we're now launching an ebook, which is coming out very soon, all about blogging tips, all of our best tips in one place. And we're going to launch templates soon as well which is going to make it a lot easier for people to just buy the templates, upload to their site and have the design ready to go. Oh, that is so smart. Is that for Word, all for WordPress? WordPress, yeah. We work mainly on WordPress. We do a few exceptions of Squarespace and Shopify, depending on the needs of the client. But we always say WordPress because it, the SEO value of a WordPress site is like, can't be beat. You got to be on WordPress in my, in our opinion, mm -hmm. WordPress. So we work mainly on WordPress. The templates will be for WordPress. Um, and we just love it. I mean, we have a lot of fun with it still. We now, now we have an amazing team of graphic designers, developers working on it, growing the company. And yeah, it's just a fun business that we both are super passionate about. And I think it filled a big void in the industry for like beautiful blog designs, something that we just wanted. And we're working on a new site design for Lauren coming up, which is always fun and exciting. She's got tons of great ideas. So yeah. So nice. I might be contacting you guys. I was actually like last night, I just got a, I had a new photo shoot and I was like, I'm just going to like build my own website. And like, I did build my own website on Squarespace, but um, I was just like, going and trying to like make it look different than my current one. And I'm just like, you know what? I think I need to leave this to an expert. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I've always been super passionate about and like finding out how to do new things and studying the design world and all of these things. I think if I wasn't a blogger, that's definitely the world I would be in. Hopefully I would hope. Yes. So. Um, but yeah. I love that. So <laughs> since you guys are both so busy, how do you make this business work together? So in the beginning, it was just her and I like for a long time and it did get to a point where it was very overwhelming. So now we've got a team of developers and a team of designers and I'm still the creative director and she's still like the branding director. So we are in on all of the decisions and not, no site gets completed without going past us, us first. Um, but it was important to kind of allocate what we were doing to other people or else we were going to be up to our eyeballs and work and we both still need to have some sort of quiet time. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have amazing people that we've got on our team now. And it was very hard for me, I would say, to give up the control because I, in the design world, it's like, I want everything to have my touch on it. Cause I do, I do a lot of the graphic design. So I didn't want to give someone else that power to like make something that wasn't me. So I still approve everything. She does all the branding still, and we make it work somehow. I love that. And I think that's so great that you guys can work together. Do you find that you, do you guys have like opposite strengths? Like I know you're really good at like the creative stuff. She's really good at the branding, but do you guys like, how else do you guys like balance working together? 
Lauren and I really compliment each other. Even when we take photos, like we have opposite good sides. Oh, perfect. Well, then that, that is literally the most important thing. Like I'm going to overthink everything. And she's like, make a decision. And I'm going to be like, you know, oh, like answering every email. And she's like, no, let's like wait. And like time batch, if you, if you follow her time yeah. batch. So like everything that she does, I don't do. And everything I do, she doesn't do. So it works out perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. That. Dream team. So good. <laughs> I love it. And you also, with your beautiful graphic eye, have come up with some presets for Lightmaker? Lightroom. 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 Where Lightmaker came from. For a Lightroom. <laughs> Lightmaker's cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hangover. The hangover from the weekend. It's still lingering. Yes. It's still lingering right now. <laughs> So tell us about the presets. They're so pretty. I, I love the ruby one. I'm going to need to get that one. Oh, my ruby one. That's for my little, that was named after my French bulldog. Oh, so cute. <laughs> it was a nightmare in this podcast, which I guess we could discuss how Ruby Tuesday started barking like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she does have her own preset because she's pretty big on Instagram. She's big on the gram. She's big on the gram. It's an influencer family. Um, I love it. But yeah, the Lightroom presets. So I love photo editing. I'm very passionate about it. It's another thing that I just love doing. I guess aesthetically, like that's my thing. Photos, anything aesthetics, I'm all about. So like some people, I mean, Lauren, for example, she's like, no content, like content over aesthetics. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't know about Like I'm both. Like I need the aesthetics to be perfect on everything. So I started on Lightroom and like my Lightroom was just like a mess of all these filters I made. Like it was just like tons and tons of filters and people kept saying like, how'd you edit this? How'd you edit this? And I was like, oh, like I just used my Lightroom presets, but I hate being that girl who like Mm -hmm. can't give the answer that people can actually use. And so I would edit with like my apps just so that I could give an answer. But I had so much more control with Lightroom and I preferred it so much better that I was like, I just need to make these Lightroom presets available to everybody so that I can use them and not sound like I'm trying to hide a big secret. Because you know when you ask someone like, what filter is that? And they like, yeah, they won't tell you. Tell you, which drives me crazy. (laughs) I I just did actually a post on how influencers sometimes think people are copying or don't like to share things like that because... I don't know if they don't want someone to take their branding, but like yeah. you're an influencer for a reason. Like you're supposed to influence and share things. Yeah. So I felt so wrong when people would say like, Oh, how'd you edit this? I'm like, Oh, it's, it's in Lightroom. It sounds like yeah. a generic response. So that was like really the driving force behind creating the preset store. And now I'm just loving it so much like Lauren just went to Cabo and she wanted like custom presets so I was like okay let's like let's make some custom presets and now we're gonna offer those on the site which is coming soon Mm. and I'm trying to change up my feed a little to a new aesthetic so I'm working on a warm set of presets so like basically everything that I'm doing on Instagram I want people to have access to Uh, I love it that's so and I totally agree like And I feel like that's kind of something that both you and Lauren advocate is like collaboration over competition and everyone being here in this game together. And if someone is going to like, no one's going to stop following you and following someone and and start following the other person because they have the same preset. Like it's totally fine. you know. I know. It's so fine. I always say the internet is big enough for everybody. Exactly. Like we can all have our space on it. And that's like the amazing thing about it. And nobody is you. Like at the end of the day, they could be doing every single exact same thing you're doing, but they're not you. Exactly. You're going to be okay. Share what filter you're using, ladies. Yeah. So that I can make a preset from it. Yes. (laughs) And now I'm like, okay, now I want you to make me custom presets that are like purple. Purple presets. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm obsessed. And you wanted to offer us 15% off. 15% off for any of and all presets and more coming soon. Very soon. Okay. So I'll post the link, but if you need them now as you're listening, it's fashionlessshop.com and the promo code is chakra girl. Yes. So go get them, guys, and your photos will be on point. On point. 
<laughs> okay. So let's move into a little segment called Manic Moments and Manifesting, Love. where we're going to talk about our latest meltdown and the latest thing we manifested. So I'll go first. And this is going to sound really fucking crazy. But on this anxiety tip, one of my anxiety things, and this is so weird, and I never really tell anyone about this, but I will literally convince myself that something happened that didn't actually happen because I'm so anxious. And I was like, could not sleep last night. And I just got back from this bachelorette party. And I like, no matter what I did, like I could not sleep. I was tossing and turning and I felt like anxious. And I literally convinced myself that maybe I thought I was like, did I like, and I don't do like hard drugs, like just putting that out there. If you do all the power to you, not my jam, but I had, I convinced myself, maybe I did ecstasy and I forgot that I did <laughs> Oh my God, I love this. And I was like making these conversations in my head of like, oh my God, yeah, I bet this person gave it to me and I took it and then I just was so high that I forgot that I did it. So I literally texted my friend this morning and I was like, um, did we do drugs? She was like, no. I was like, okay, good. Oh my God. I was like half asleep hung out a three-day hangover and just literally going insane in my head also there's some kind of new moon in gemini or something like that going on so i'm just gonna blame well, tell that. me what the new moon in gemini means um i don't know okay. <laughs> but all i know is that there's weird energy and that gemini energy is very like it's about like polarity so it's about basically being bipolar and like having like opposite like opposite ends of things so being kind of like at conflict with yourself so it's like I was anxious about something and I turned it into like a conflict against myself interesting so crazy so that happened (laughs) that was my latest manic moment um wasn't sure if I was going to share it decided to go for it and here we are sometimes I make things up and then I realize it never happened that's amazing um, okay. And then for something I manifested, this is kind of a lame one compared to some of the other wild manifestation stories I have. But while I was away this weekend, um, one of, we were just kind of like talking about our men as girls do. And one of the girls was like, yeah, like I always tell my husband like not to buy me anything. Cause he always like picks the worst things. And I was like totally bragging about my husband and how he always picks the best things and how he's so great. And I was just kind of having a little moment about how grateful I was. And then when I got home, he bought me these like custom Nikes that one of them, like on the back that they say like chakra girl on the back. Oh my gosh. they're so cute so like the left one like on the back says chakra and then the right one says girl oh my gosh that is a really good present he's amazing so I know right they're so cute and they're like white with pink I'm like oh my gosh and it was so funny because he asked me like a month ago out of nowhere he's like do you like the color magenta and I was like what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, sure. Like, I had no idea what he was talking about. And I just totally forgot. <laughs> and it was for the shoes. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All you got to do is be grateful and then the gifts appear. Yes. Okay. Um, now tell us yours. Okay. My last meltdown was last week. <laughs> And I was going to my spark cycle class and my spark cycle class is like my release. I guess I should have mentioned that somewhere here. Spark cycle is like, what is spark cycle? Is it like a soul cycle situation? Like a soul cycle. Like a soul okay. cycle. Okay. But I don't like soul cycle. I don't like any other cycle class I've been to except spark cycle for some re- weird reason. I just, I'm sure they're all similar, but spark cycle, it's just like my place. So last week, I really wanted, my goal was to do three spark cycle classes to get ready for our Palm Springs Bachelorette weekend. And I was like, I got, I got done two and I was like ready for my third one. Like one more workout. I was feeling like maybe my abs were coming back a little bit (laughs) and I just needed one more workout to just drive it home. And I was super excited. Spark cycle is seven minutes from my house. I go there 
all the time. Like I, I have it timed out perfectly on when I leave and I leave and it's telling me it's taking me 19 minutes to get there. And I'm like, no, this is just like my Google maps are horrible and they're just acting weird. There's no way it takes me seven minutes. And I get to the street and everything's fine. There's no traffic. Like I'm smooth sailing. And then I get to the street, like that literally is pulls into the spark cycle. And I don't know what was going on, but like it was not moving and I was 300 feet away. And it was, that's where the 19 minutes came in sitting 300 feet away from spark cycle. Oh my God. And all I wanted was to just get my third class. Oh. I lost it. I don't know why I don't ever get road rage. I never care about traffic. For some reason, it threw me off so much. I was, I called my boyfriend and I was just crying. And he's like, well, it's just a workout. Why are you crying? And I was like, this is not okay. Like, <laughs> is this going to be what's going to go on? Because the reason that there was so much traffic, I'm guessing, is just where Spark Cycle is, is getting to be a really trendy location. And they mm -hmm. only have one entrance. And I was like, I'm calling their commissioning company. They oh. have to make another entrance. And... I called Spark Cycle freaking out. Like, oh, you called them? Yeah, I called them freaking out. <laughs> and they were like, well, you can only be five minutes late. So try to get here. And I was like, I'm trying. Like, I'm crazy <laughs> away. I, I could, I'm just going to park my car and walk. Like, I was so upset. And then I just made a, an illegal U turn, which I also never do anything like illegal on the road because I'm a horrible, I'm scared of policemen. Um, <laughs> confrontation with the law so then I make a little u-turn and I go home and then spark cycle calls and they're like okay well they called me back to see if I was able to make it and they're like well you could come at 5 45 and I was like there's no way I'm coming back at 5 45 and like I love my spark cycle people I was being so horrible <laughs> so that was like a major meltdown for me those are the worst when you like really melt down and like act unlike yourself in front of strangers that's yeah. the absolute worst I was screaming I was calling my boyfriend I was crying like I was not even getting my period I don't know what was going on <laughs> I lost it well um, it's like you had you really had your heart set on it I I get it I get it <laughs> very seldom that like I always say I'm gonna do three classes a week but it's seldom that it actually happened yeah and so I really wanted to do three classes a week that's all I wanted that's all I wanted oh my gosh and the last thing I manifested, is that the next one? That is the next one. Okay, so this is so funny, but this is something, okay, let me, let me think how to say this one. Well, I manifest, first of all, every single day I manifest parking spots. Oh, yes, such a that's, good one. That's like, if you don't believe in manifestation, just try a parking spot. Yeah, come come driving with me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, but the last thing I manifested was, in blogging, like our work is you get jobs and you book jobs and you get paid for those jobs. And so I was in like a little bit of a lull and I was like, what's going on? I'm not booking any jobs. Like I don't have any fun collaborations to shoot coming up. What's going on? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to feng shui my wallet. And so feng shui my wallet, it's easy. It's just, you take your wallet, you empty it, you throw out all the receipts, you organize your coins, you organize your cards, you organize your money. And I do this all the time. Like I, whenever I feel like, oh, like a trip's coming up and I feel like I need a little extra cash, I feng shui my wallet, whatever it is. And so I feng shui my wallet. This was like two weeks ago. And my manager booked me like three really amazing jobs the following day. Oh my God. I love it. I totally, totally, totally believe in that stuff. Yeah. And the other thing is, is uh, a red, a red, green, purple, or gold wallet attracts mm. money oh red green purple or gold I did not know that yeah so like my wallet has red lining like it's red on the inside oh okay well I have like a gold logo on mine but I think I need to go get a red one now I yeah. have an excuse there we go we have an excuse for a new wallet I also keep um a citrine gemstone in my wallet for abundance Ooh, mm -hmm. that's a great one mm -hmm. I need to do that all the money. We are manifesting all the money. Yes, manifesting the money. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. To feng shui my wallet again. Yes. I know. I just realized too, I'm like, my purse is like so full of crap, like old airline tickets. And like, yeah, purse too. You got to feng shui the purse too. All yeah. I need to get on that. The energy flowing. 
Yes. Hundred percent. I love it. Okay. Well, this was so freaking fun. Can you tell us where we can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at fashionlush or www.fashionlush.com. And then, as we mentioned, the Lightroom presets, fashionlushshop.com. And anywhere you search fashionlush, you're probably going to find me. We're going to find you. Yay. Guys, go check out Erica. She is an absolute freaking babe. That is style goals, 100%. And the presets, check them out. Again, I'll post the link, but it's fashionlessshop.com and Chakra Girl is the promo code. So thank you so much, Erica. Thank you for sharing your story and all of your amazing tips. Yes, it was so, so great. And everyone have the best day and we will chat soon. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.